Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. resurrection of the dead, if Jesus Christ was not raised from the dead, why would we give up everything? Why would we risk everything day in and day out? Why would we face wild animals in in these coliseums in places like Ephesus? Why would we go to our deaths rather than say, it's all a lie. Caesar's Lord. Okay, Jesus is nobody. See, why why would we risk everything? Why would we endure what we endure if we knew better? In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that Jesus' resurrection is a major component of Christianity. Think about it for a moment. Without Jesus' resurrection, why would you give up your life for Him? Why would Jesus' disciples risk their very lives for Him if He didn't make good on His greatest promise, that He would rise again? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. This guy who, I mean, it's, that's his business, that's what he does, but he, but he missed, and he didn't even realize he missed. Okay, give him that. The spear got missed. There's still a gaping hole, right? Big spear hole up in, you know. But after all of that, he's only passed out. He didn't die. And so he's put in the tomb, and he comes to the next day or whenever. And in that condition, he rolls the stone away from the face of the tomb and walks out. Without anybody noticing, by the way. I mean, the guards who were there, they didn't see him or anything. But he somehow managed to slip out stealthily and so inspire his followers in that city that they started a worldwide movement looking forward to the resurrection when they would get a glorious body like his. Imagine what he looked like. Imagine the condition he would have been in, stumbling out, half alive. They would have had to nurse him back to health and hide him. That's not a very inspiring leader. Humiliated, executed in the most humiliating way imaginable. The, the reason that Jewish people today say there's no way Jesus of Nazareth could be our Messiah is that the Bible says, cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. He was cursed by God, not God's anointed one. See, that's their argument to this day. Why would, they, why would this group, including, including Paul? See, it's often forgotten that the author of 1 Corinthians, Paul the Apostle, was Saul of Tarsus. He was an Orthodox rabbi. Why would he then embrace this one? He wouldn't. The other, by the way, theory that's often given is that, okay, yeah, they killed him. And then his 
followers came and stole the body away. Well, again, it's ludicrous when you think about it. Okay, they, they managed somehow to pull it off. Even though everybody knew where the tomb was, everybody knew the whole story, somehow they managed, somehow they managed to slip past the guard and, you know, roll the stone away and steal the body and everything. Why would they all go to their death? Why would they all give up everything? See, it's, it's not, it's not like they did this and it made them wealthy and for the rest of their lives they lived in ease. Do you understand that? These men suffered for the rest of their lives because of their faith. That's why Paul, look at what he says in this passage. Verse 29. He says, otherwise, what will they do who are baptized for the dead? If the dead don't rise at all, why then are they baptized for the dead? Now, understand, he wasn't condoning this practice. Apparently, it was happening. People were being baptized in place of some dead relative. He says, if they don't believe in the resurrection, why are they even being baptized for people who are dead? That's just dumb. Verse 30. Why do we stand in jeopardy every hour? I affirm by the boasting in you which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I died daily. If in the manner of men I fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage is it to me if the dead do not rise? Let us eat, drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness. Do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Paul says, listen, if this is not true, there, there's some things you need to think about here. If there, if there is no resurrection of the dead, if Jesus Christ was not raised from the dead, why would we give up everything? Why would we risk everything day in and day out? Why would we face wild animals in, in, in these coliseums in places like Ephesus? Why would we go to our deaths rather than say, it's all a lie? Caesar's Lord. Okay? Jesus is nobody. See, why would we, why would we risk everything? Why would we endure what we endure if we knew better? If we knew this was all a hoax? Why would we do that? He says, I'm telling you, guys, basically what he's communicating is you at Corinth are evidence of the fact I die daily. This is not somehow benefiting me. I tell my children something along these lines. I don't believe this because it's convenient for me. I don't believe this stuff because it somehow benefits me to believe. You know, it's, it's, it's not like that. I concluded this is true, and I've given my life to it. That's what Paul's saying. This is true. This, this is true. Jesus Christ died. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. And I died daily because I know it's a fact. I'll, I, I'm willing to undergo anything because I know it's true. I'll face the lions. I'll face the tigers. I'll face the tyrants because I know this is true. And I know that this life is not all there is. I'm looking forward to a resurrection. He says, without the resurrection, we have nothing. With the resurrection, we have a future. That's point number three, by the way. Point number three. From his resurrection comes our hope, our expectation of future glory. See, his, his resurrection is a fulfillment of God's promises. When we celebrate communion, one of the things that I share with you, Jesus communicating to Paul and through Paul says, as often as you do this, the communion, you remember the Lord's death until he comes. He kept his promise. God's promises were fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He came and he died for your sins. It was a death with purpose. He died for your sins. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. And we celebrate that. We, we, why do we celebrate? Well, because if he did it, 
If he did what he promised with that part, he's going to do what he promised with the other part. Coming again. Coming again. And when he comes again, it's for us. It's for us. See, what he, what he tells us in this passage and, and in other places is that the fact that he kept his promise the first time means he's going to keep his promise concerning our future. Our own resurrection is tied up in it. He, over and over, he deals with it in this passage. He says, I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And then in verse 20, now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. Verse 23, each one in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterwards those who are Christ's at His coming. And, and then down in verse 50, he continues, Someone will say, how are the dead raised up? Verse 35. With what body do they come? Foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. What you sow, you do not sow that body which shall be, but mere grain, perhaps weed or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he pleases, and to each seed its own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there's one kind of flesh of men, another kind of flesh of animals, another of fish, another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There's one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It's raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It's raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there's a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. And afterward, the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. As is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. As we've borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible is put on incorruption and this mortal is put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. 
Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.